Hello, everybody. Welcome to Comedy Film Nerds, episode 307. Pretty exciting. We're going to be talking about Deadpool today. Yeah, well, yes, we are, dude. And a little bit of Revenant. Uh, we're even going to be talking about the new upcoming Baywatch movie. <laughs> Yep, we're getting we're we're covering all the film news. We are. It's the a lot, lot going on. A lot of stuff going mm-hmm. on. Um, we have. I want to thank everybody that came out uh, to Ve- the Vegas uh, Improv. I was headlining there this past week. A lot of fans came out, which is cool. Some people that listened uh, heard me on Eddie Ifs podcast like a year ago. Oh, really? Oh, cool. They, he, this guy showed up. He's like, "Oh, I heard you on Eddie Ifs. We saw you were in town. I brought a bunch mm-hmm. of friends. That was cool." Um, a, a bunch of comedy film nerd fans. Some people who had been to Podfest had come out. Uh, so that was great. It was really, it was oh, a fun week. Cool. I really appreciate it. One dude, he goes, man, I saw you and Doug Benson in Wichita last summer. And I just, I don't know. I got a hair up my ass. I was just doing a comedy tour. So I just, I saw your plan. So I'm driving, drove to Vegas. Now I'm going to go to LA and just watch a bunch of comedy shows. I'm oh, like, wow. That's, like following the Grateful Dead. Yeah. Yeah. Or he just got laid off. I mean, yeah. whatever. Whatever. <laughs> Either thing one. Is. Yeah. It's the same. <laughs> Yep. It can be both. Whatever, <laughs> man. I'm not judging you, dude. Thanks for coming out to the show. So, yeah, I had a blast in Vegas. Had a lot of fun. So, uh, uh, it was good times. It was good times had by all. Um, well, let's introduce our guest. Uh, first time on the first program. First time on the program. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've all known each other for a while. Yeah, yeah. We've run into each other periodically. Yeah. Everywhere um, from movie theaters to comedy festivals. Yeah. <laughs> around town. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Around town. Omnipop mm-hmm. Christmas party right. or something <laughs> like that, probably. Um, but yeah, first time on the show, Oscar Nunez, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Uh, you were kind <laughs> enough. Yeah, I just reached out to you on Twitter and you're like, yeah, let's do this. Because I, like, I see you on Twitter all over the place. I'm like, yeah, Graham. Yeah, sure. <laughs> sure. Um, Did you Twitter bully our guest into being I, here? I Twitter bullied him. Yeah, I, I threatened him. I really is. I had to. Yeah, I, I, that's how we get most of our guests. Well, I'm just saying, good for you. Yeah, it yeah. works. Bo- sometimes bullying's okay, guys. Yeah. If it gets you a good guest, then uh, then, I, then I encourage it. Yeah. And I rolled with it like Aikido. I'm like, I should go. Yeah. Maybe he'll stop. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's very much like Aikido. Those, those I should just go. Just do it. Yeah. Don't fight mm-hmm. the universe. Yeah. Um, well, all right. Well, let's let's. Should we get into? We got to get into Deadpool. We have to. We have to. Uh, but first, we have an announcement to make. We'll be announcing the dates for the LA Podfest very soon. Very soon. <laughs> Um, we have them. We have them. We just. That, there's no. There's it's no, happening. There's, there's no, no like, problem. There's no legality issue. Yeah. The, the it's at the Sofitel. It's locked down. We just we're. It's in September. It's in September. We're just doing a big fancy. Because we so the, the only thing left is the dates. The only yeah, we know the month yeah. and we know the location. Yes, because we you know we we have we still have to set up the ticketing and the hotel landing page. We want all that done as soon as we tell you the yeah. date, so you can and go and buy everything. We're getting a big. We're going to do a big fancy press release to try mm-hmm. to get. Uh, We've already booked some giant shows. Yes, we already. Have. That's been so. huge. Question. Is there a helipad? Yeah. We, we are installing a new helipad. In case yeah. I sh- in case I yes. Yes. were to show up. <laughs> yes. uh, it is a European hotel, so yes. It is a nice place. Yeah. It is a nice place. It's been a, uh, be our third year there. Yeah. It'll be our third year at the Soft Hotel and the helipad, so Trump mm-hmm. can come down and, <laughs> and be, oh, come down. Yeah, and be a guest on... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, wouldn't it be great if he showed up? It would be great. It, not really. He'd ruin yeah. it. <laughs> you, you, you know what? You, would you interview him if you had the chance? I guess, but yeah, I mean, I could not hold back. I wouldn't, I would just be like... But he wouldn't care. No, he wouldn't. No, he wouldn't. He wouldn't. He wouldn't care. It'd be like interviewing a clown. Yeah. <laughs> a billionaire clown. That's you know, what you would be, inter- it would be interviewing. It'd be weird because at any moment he can get up and leave, 
but he probably won't unless you're really winning and then it's a victory for you. So it, right. it, it behooves <laughs> him to stay no matter how much you're yeah, beating yeah. him up. Yeah. He's, yeah he's, he's not a dummy. You know, he's, he stays right. The, the thing is, that's right. When he's like completely wrong and he's boxed in to that wrong, that's yeah. when he walks that's away. Right. Well, that's maybe right. you should uh, reach out to him on Twitter. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you guys, I have such a surprise. Donald! No! Just, outside, oh my God! just outside the door. <laughs> I thought I heard a helicopter. <laughs> How did he get here? Yeah. I know him. I look. I I don't want to stray off. Whatever. I know you guys are on the schedule. Yeah. I, I, I watch. I see the chart on the wall. I worked. I did. I judged a Miss World thing. Really? Years ago, and I met him. My wife and I met him. I have to say, it was before he went uh, a batshit uh, right. bananas. It was before he started doing the birther thing with Obama. He was just a, a businessman and and uh, arrogant, right. uh, a businessman. And uh, we went, and we, he put us up in a hotel, and we met him, and he was a bit of an a-hole, but nothing, you know, not, what not hideous. Like, what a-hole thing did he do? You can swear. He's just, he, just, he was, he, you know, he, they put us up in the, which I love, the James Bond suite, <laughs> which I like, my wife's, and I'm like, we, we walk in, and it was, I forgot what hotel it was, but it, it might have been the MGM. It was like on the top floor, and it's a penthouse. It's ridiculous. Right. Like, uh, like the hangover. Sure. There's right. a huge view, yeah. mm-hmm. and, and I couldn't help myself. I walked up to the window, and I'm like, I wish my friends were here. And my wife standing, she's like, "You, what am I, chopped liver? Yeah, like, oh, yeah I know, sweetie. My friends, I get drunk and high. And she's like, oh, you idiot. But the place was very cool. It had like like villain, like Bond villain, you know, costumes and stuff around. And then we met him and he's tall and, you know, and he's like, I'm like, hey, uh, Mr. Trump, someone introduced us to him. God forbid you should walk up in it. And they're like, you hired, this is one of the judges. And he's like, oh, who are you? What are you doing? I'm like, I'm on the office, whatever. You hired me to judge. And he's like, oh, I better, what, this is my wife. You better, I better keep an eye on you. You know, something funny right. like that. Right. But uh, a bit, you know, abrasive. Right. Uh, but I would, I would never, I would never do anything for him again. You can't But now. it was before, no, you can't. Because he's bef- just said, he's just has said such horrible things. You, you have to, you can't, you have be- to face him. You're right. It's funny because before he was the guy that was just, oh, he was an outspoken, not not even, but just sort of a, like you say, an arrogant rich guy. Okay, fine. Like he was like all of them. He, you sort of just like, oh, there's Trump. And I remember, oh, he owned a, uh, USFL team in the 80s like I loved watching football yeah, oh that's good oh that's fine that's fine that's, fine. that's capitalism that's Mark Cuban it's just yeah, like Mark Cuban yeah that's fine you would go to Atlantic City and uh, you know look at um, the Taj Mahal and go wow this looks like plastic yeah yeah. yeah. It's just, just nothing it's, wrong with that yeah. the gold attackiness yeah. sure nothing wrong with that when you when pe- when people are beating up homeless people and they're like we did it for you and they and they tell oh, him hey, and he's like they're passionate that's a problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a that's a problem. That's a problem. Now you're like, what do you mean they're passionate? They're, people are getting hurt. He's yeah. The, he has just gone psycho when he when he first got into it like a year ago, and he was like calling the Republicans out on their shit. Initially, I was like, oh, maybe he. I was like, okay, I don't agree with a lot of stuff, but maybe that's kind of funny. He's calling them out yeah. in Iraq and this, yeah. and then it was like he's going to be a you know a Ross Perot with a toupee. That's what I thought. Mm-hmm. He's just going to be because I was like, oh, he's just shaking it up to get some. Get another season. Get another get another season of a show, and then it was like the wall, and the and Mexico's paying for it, and then right. we're gonna round up the Muslims. Bef- and then he started winning primary. Oh fuck! Yeah. And now he's taken over the show. He's hijacked yeah. the show. Oh, we wanted to talk about films, and now look what we're doing. Yeah, yeah, he has that, he's, That's but, how powerful he is. Right, and he's not like people say he's like Ross Perot. He says things, 
without the consequence, without thinking of consequence. No, there's no. In, um, when he, even before he ran, he's, he says, I have investigators in Hawaii uh, investigating oh, what Donald, God. what, what uh, the, the Obama, and you'll be amazed at what they find. You'll be amazed. And they didn't find anything. No. no one, yeah. And George they, Stephanopoulos followed up on it. And he's like, well, what did, and, and he got told, like you said, yeah. he, he couldn't say, say anything. Of course. And it's like, uh, it's, 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 it's funny because he, I like surfed with guys in Oahu who were like, we went to high school with Obama. We called him Barry. Like he was born here. Like yeah. he's not from, he's not some Kenyan to- no, he's terrorist. A guy. Yeah, he's just Or maybe a- that's what the investigators found. Yeah. They interviewed all the surfers. No, he was really here. He was here. Okay, all right. Oh, well, there's a million dollars well spent. Yeah, he was on the bed. He smoked a little weed because <laughs> yeah. it was the 70s. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> that was what they yeah. found. So, all right. So Deadpool. All right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> now, Deadpool should kill Donald Trump. Yes. Now I will say at first, when I saw the trailer, I had mixed feelings about it. I was like, you know, it really looks like it's just trying too hard to like, look how... Mm-hmm. Look how mm-hmm. look how edgy we are. Look look how you know snarky we are. This is going to be something. And it was like it felt like it was trying too hard. So it was Valentine's Day weekend. Um, my wife and I could not get a sitter. It's hard to get a sitter on Valentine's Day weekend. So my wife took the day off on Friday. We took the kids to school. We went and had a little Valentine's Day date during the day. We went out to lunch and then we went to see Deadpool. What were you wearing, Chris? Uh, what is I a was Chris actually. <laughs> I was. Um, this is matinee or evening? This is a matinee. Okay. I was wearing a cat suit. And, uh, <laughs> nice. Okay. Okay. And my wife was wearing a dog suit. So okay. it was weird. Well, okay. uh, but, you know. That's, I probably didn't need to know that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I've, been, I've had dinner in your home, so I don't, I don't want to know what you guys do in so, your own time. Yeah. Now, normally, it's funny when we went Friday, like uh, during the day, that's normally uh, when I go to see movies by myself at like dad time mm-hmm. uh, because the kids are in school and it's, it's a great time to see movies. And it's always empty. It's me and like three or four uh, old people. Deadpool, on the other hand, people were taking off from work to going to see it Friday during the day. The theater was almost half full at like 1 p.m. Um, and I have to say, my wife and I both absolutely love this movie. It was so much fun. It was so funny. And when I saw it, I was like, you know what? No, the trailer was trying too hard. The movie got it right. I really thought it was a great mix of funny action. Um, it's a hard R. Um, if you have children, please don't take them to see this film. Uh, this is not a quote, you know, superhero Marvel movie. It is a Marvel character, but it's not Guardians of the Galaxy. It's not even the Avengers. No. It's way beyond. Deadpool no. is way beyond. It yeah. is a hard R. Yeah, it is. Uh, even you know, people are saying like, oh, there's there there in that many uh are superhero movies. No, there really have. You just haven't been paying attention or counting. There were three Punisher movies. There were, I think, even three Blade movies. There, um, three hundred. There was a mm-hmm. there's a bunch of comic book. Um, R-rated movies. So don't act like this is like a big new thing, that this is, a, oh, it's an R-rated comic book. How, how, how are we ever going to deal with this? Maybe we'll make them all R now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's actually what happened. The studios decided the next Wolverine movie is going to be R because uh, clearly that's why Deadpool was so successful. It's 130 some million yeah, dollars. Yeah, because it's R. That's this, the this reason. Yeah. <laughs> Again, Hollywood learns the wrong lesson. Well, <laughs> you know, I, I had a similar thing. I saw the trailer and I was like... Like I'm not a hu- I I haven't read the 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 graphic novel mm-hmm. so I wasn't quite sure but I was like you know 
and and you know uh, our friends have been writing some of those books too yeah uh, the uh thrilling adventure hour guys mm-hmm. ben and ben they've written some deadpool stuff mm-hmm. uh, brian Pesane oh, cool has written uh, uh some deadpool yeah so we know people that we are know people that have written them, <laughs> them and and which which that's why i was like you know i i was like okay i hope this is done right and the trailer, it was funny. So it's, it was, it, they, they just, they just like the trailer people just cut together what they thought. And I was like worried, like, is this going to be too much Ryan Reynolds, just quippy, quippy the whole right. time. Mm-hmm. And I really liked it. I thought he was the right, I loved all the inside jokes. Yes. Um, I loved how. Breaking the fourth wall was great. I, I love the break because that's from the comic. Yes. Um, like there's a scene where he's like breaks the fourth wall. He goes, I broke the fourth wall inside the fourth wall. That's like 16 walls. Yeah. Like there was really just shit funny. like that. That was just <laughs> funny. And, and then how brutal it was. Um, and, uh, Marina, uh, Bacharin, if I'm saying that correctly, uh, she's amazing in it. Like mm-hmm. TJ Miller is hilarious in yes. it and it's brutal. I mean, it, it is in, in a it's lot. It's RoboCop violence. It's RoboCop violence. <laughs> and, and it's not easy. I don't think to do, Hey, let's be offensive without it. Like, that's a hard thing to, to to make that work to get to that line without yep. it just being like oh, and everyone just has gross a, everyone or, has a different line. There were a couple things sure. that I could have done without. Sure, yeah. sure. <laughs> but then there's some that, there's some flat out funny lines and funny scenes, and a lot of people yeah. have asked us to do a spoiler up. We probably will, but yes. But I, I, I was like, okay, man. Like I really, I really enjoy this. And the, the guy who directed it, you know, Tim Miller, doesn't have much experience doing this, so that was like, boy, I don't know. And I, I really, I really. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the action. I enjoyed even um, the credit sequence at the beginning. The was opening hilarious. credit sequence. So Ryan did a good job. As Ryan you guys did a fantastic because yeah. I think that's yes. well cast. Yes. Yeah, I think he's he's really good. Well, it was the second time everything. at Deadpool. It was uh, you know he played Deadpool in uh, the Wolverine origin story briefly, and oh. uh, and it was a weird version of Deadpool that wasn't exactly right. In fact, uh, Eric Cullen uh, emailed and said, "Well, it wasn't really Deadpool. I like, don't even nah, remember. It kind of was, yeah. but it was a Where it was, was a that? really it's, fucked up. version It's on the of internet. Deadpool. I've seen it, but it was yeah. You know, he's what? he um he's Wade Wilson. He's the mercenary. Then he like um, gets experimented on, and then he turns into Deadpool. But he doesn't talk. His mouth is sewed shut, and he's got these oh, weird okay. powers that he doesn't yes, have. I I, got it. Yeah. I remember. And, uh, I remember. Okay. They reference it in the movie. Uh, that shitty version of Deadpool. There's a little action figure of that character that he like moves out of the way and one. Oh, that's kind of fun. Yeah. That's kind of fun. So now you say you you didn't see the movie, but you but you've read the graphic novels, Oscar. So what what do you as someone who's read a lot of the uh, the graphic novels? What do you like? What is your like? Having seen the trailer, what do you think? Well, well. Uh, having read the graphic novel, I mean, you read many graphic novels, and a lot of them you forget. This is one that stuck with me. Mm-hmm. So that's a good thing. I remember right. the colors. I remember the illustration. I remember the snarky remarks, the humor, mm-hmm. which is nothing new. Spider-Man started that right. a thousand years ago. Mm-hmm. He's the wise guy. Right. And, hey, hey. And, and this guy's kind of the same, but it has that zombie element. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to get better. I'm falling apart, and I'm not getting better, mm-hmm. which is a weird thing, this anti-hero and that's like you were saying, it's a hard R. Right. I worked with Ryan on on the proposal a long time ago, mm-hmm. and he was wonderful and funny. And then he did this movie with Denzel Washington, and he can act. Yeah. 
but he looks like the kid next door. He still looks wholesome. He still looks like a young guy, but he has that that darkness underneath him, and he can act. And it's a so, weird thing, too, where he's been in a lot of comic book movies, but never really broken out. That's right. Like, he's not only, you know, obviously he was Green Lantern, which was uh, he, he's weird not he's, that great. Because people know him, but I still feel he's underrated. But he was in a Blade movie, too. I think, you know, I he think was in a Blade movie. That's right. I, yeah. I, I think that's the right. problem the is, what happens is he's... Because he's so tall and so good looking, and he, you know, he started he started as a sitcom and Two Guys a Girl in a Pizza Place. I think they just he's been in a lot of films where you're like, this script is not that great. It's some rom com. It's some so he has to kind of that, we, we take it for granted. You we know, take, yeah, <laughs> you take it for granted, and it's and I think you go. I think he then he sort of takes the blame. You watch those movies and go, oh God, he's not funny. Yeah, because they make him they quip him the fuck to death. Yeah, and he's right. just and well, Van Wilder. Right, it's yeah, shit like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, shit yeah. like one of those ones where he was a dating, and it's hard to shake that off. Right, because yeah. you know he does that that. The, thing which Krasinski does in the office that look like quick look the mm-hmm. wink the nod mm-hmm. all that stuff and you're like oh yeah okay I know we get it but I think you're right it was it was really well cast because Wade Wilson was a really good looking guy who then is that's right just deformed by right. this by this horrible experiment or whatever and even then when like you look at him it's like yeah he's deformed but he's not like elephant man deformed right he's you know it's not like like you can still kind of look at him it's like, model ugly <laughs> yeah exactly yeah, yeah. <laughs> Right, <laughs> that's a great way to put it. Yeah, model ugly. <laughs> yeah, and that was a thing that I that I did like, and I thought that was really well cast. And um, you know, it, it, it is. You're right. Like Spider Man was was started snarking a long, long time ago. But this snark is is Deadpool snark is. Is dark. It's dark. Yes. He's, yeah, he's it's not. Dark. Ha- he's pissed off, and he is like, and it, you believe I'm not going to be a good guy. Yeah, because it comes from a very organic place. When you get into his origin story and what was going on, I'm like, oh well, yeah, this kind of makes sense. Yeah, and you know, Colossus then in the movie. Uh, I won't spoil too much of it, but the Colossus then comes in and is trying to make him like, I want you to be a good guy, yeah. join the X Men, right. be pure, and how that, how they handle that in the movie. I was like, man, this is done really well. I really thought. It was, I really liked how they handled it, you know, and I'd like to kind of, this is, this is, I was like, let's see more of this. Yeah. It took forever to get made. No one wanted to green light Mm -hmm. it. The budget was low. Yeah. Uh, It's, you know, for as far as like giant superhero movies, it was well under a hundred million. Oh yeah. That's cool. And, uh, and like, okay, well, you know, take more chances then on these characters and these types of movies because that's what people want to see. So so what's the running time on it, by the way? Do you have that? It's one, it's one hour, 48 minutes. Okay. The budget was fifty eight million dollars. That's low budget for a for a superhero yes. movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and it and it made one thirty five over the. Was, I guess they're saying it grossed one fifty two thus far, according to IMDb. But like that's that's exciting because most superhero movies are one hundred fifty two hundred million. I mean, these last Avengers were in the two hundred fifty yeah. million dollar range. I'm sure, you know. Batman versus Superman is, is in that range too. It's got to be in that range. So this yeah. movie is a good hundred to hundred and fifty million dollars less. Wow! And what they did with that is amazing. And the fact that it that it that it you know practically tripled its 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 budget. Yeah. Its budget is why IMDb already lists uh, Deadpool two. Yes, <laughs> it's, uh, it's already up. Like yeah. that probably happened Sunday. Like, right? Ding. Exactly. Yeah. You know? Everyone got a call. So uh, yeah, it's it's cool to see. I I I I it's 
it's funny, like we, we talked about Ant so Ant Man was the was the PG thirteen sort of family Marvel version. Right. And this is like an R hard R. Hard R, R yeah. Exactly. And it's cool to see. Let's this thing we talk about with Marvel. They so get their universe. Yes. Ant Man should be PG thirteen. He is cute. He is sort of a kid's or thing. Or should be PG. PG, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Deadpool should needs to be R. Right. But here's the thing. It's not under the Marvel banner. This is Fox. You know, this right. is, uh, you know, they um, they consistently have gotten X-Men right and Fantastic Four wrong over the last right. couple of years. So this one was like, well, they're getting this part right, but this part wrong. Where's this one going to yeah, fall? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was always that kind of, I don't know what's going to happen. But um, I think also because of the success of Avengers and these crossover movies, you might see more X Men. You may or may not. It depends on where I they think go. We are now. They'll, they'll be uh, they'll be definitely um, some some more. And then uh, like they, if you stayed for the end, not a spoiler alert. They kind of give you a teaser on the next yeah. uh, movie that the character Cable is going to be uh, in the next one. Also, to uh, you know, they referenced. Hugh Jackman and the Wolverine a lot in this film. Yes. So you gotta mm-hmm. wonder, like... Well, they tried to get Wolverine as a cameo in this one, and they, they weren't able I to. I bet you he'll be in the second one. Yeah. <laughs> it's, or maybe Deadpool will be in the next Wolverine movie, yeah. too. It's weird that you um, that you mentioned Fantastic Four, because it's so good, I'm, you know, as a comic book. It's one of the, mm-hmm. the best ones, and then you're, they put it on the screen, and you're like, what happened? Yeah, and yeah. it's not like they got it wrong once. No, it's three not. times, yeah, three, three times. times. Yeah, that's you. You think at some point they'd give it to who? Who did a uh, labyrinth? Uh, um, the director, the Spanish guy. Uh, let me bring that. Are up. you talking about uh, the, uh, Pan's Labyrinth? Yeah, Pan's Labyrinth. Yeah, <laughs> Pan's Labyrinth. Not the David Bowie movie. No. Okay. <laughs> Pan's Labyrinth. Like they uh, should give it to someone like that by the second or third uh, one and like shake it Guillermo. up. Oh, that was Guillermo, Guillermo, Guillermo right? right? Yeah. yeah, it's a different mm-hmm. taste, a different mm-hmm. look at yeah. it. Yeah. Because they were so boring. Even the last one, I knew it was bad. I knew it got, and I mm-hmm. still had to see it. I was in a hotel. I'm like, I'm going to mm-hmm. watch it. I'm going to watch mm-hmm. Fantastic Four. How could I not? Yeah. And then you're always like, come on. Oh, like, especially. Just... But, you know, he, he did the Hellboy movies. So he can, God, he can I would handle. I would love to see him do that. Yeah. I would love mm-hmm. to see him do Fantastic Four. Because Fantastic yeah. Four, everything's there. It yeah. shouldn't suck so hard. Right. You have exactly. such great He's, characters. If, yeah, if, yeah, if yeah. You yeah. can make a great movie from Guardians of the Galaxy characters that most people have never heard of, you should right? be able to handle Fantastic Four. Yeah, no shit. Put it in the right hands yeah Yeah. it's never been in the right hands you know what infuriates me is when you see um interviews after like a movie like that bombs and a producer's always quoted as like well it's it's a hard property no No. it's hard for you it's hard for you and they and they and they they handle it too preciously they hold it too close to the vest give it to a visionary yeah yeah let the guy go nuts with it yeah yeah what's the worst that can happen it bombed once it bombed twice already yeah i know how's it gonna be worse than what you've already done how could it be worse (laughs) (laughs) you've made galactus a cloud yeah yeah (laughs) Well, let's talk about that. (laughs) Oh, that planet. Shoot me. Hand me a revolver. Why is this happening? And the science is there. It's all so fun. I know. It's such fun origin stories. It's such fun origin. And even this one, they cast all these young actors that I really like. Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan's really good. I was like, these are are good young actors. And then that, that. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. Um, But let's now... You, we've talked about on this show before, but we wanted to get your take on since we are getting close to Oscars, uh, the Revenant. Now, you you saw this movie. Uh, what did you think of it? I watched it, and and my first uh, uh, <clears throat> my first uh, feeling was, uh, which everyone's saying is, give them an award just for being there. 
Right. Just, just for there's a scene where Leonardo, like he, 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 you know, he comes floating down the river, and he gets even if he has a wetsuit underneath, he's he's got to be freezing his ass oh, yeah. off. Yeah, that water has ice in it. He's in he the has, damn river. That's yeah, not yeah. That's not river. CG water. He's in the river. And <laughs> yeah. he comes out, and I'm like, he's gonna die. Yeah. Um. That aside, anything with snow, fur, Indians, and trappers and cowboys, I'm there. I don't. I don't care what. I don't care how. But it can't be. I love. It can't and, be awful. I'm mean, just there. And you got everything. Just, yeah. Even no. No dialogue. Just let me see Indians mm. in the winter hunting trappers and fighting with trappers, and, and I'm there. And you get a bear. There's an old. There's a. You guys remember Jeremiah Jones? Yeah. Yeah. It's classic. I have to go back and revisit that. Do you know Jeremiah Jones? Robert seen. Redford. Mm-mm. Robert Redford's a young fella. He mm-hmm. was the Brad Pitt, you know, and he's going through there. And I don't know what he does, but the Indians send assassins after him, but one at a time because he's noble or something. Mm-hmm. So he's going, he's doing his thing like that, like in the wilderness with a pack animal and whatever. And they send one Indian at a time after him. And it's a very quiet movie, Snow, and it reminded me a lot of The Revenant. That's a uh, great point. What That's was a- the name of that movie? Jeremiah Jones. Jeremiah Jones. Mm-hmm. And Leonardo was great, but what's his face? Uh, uh, Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy was un- – that guy's fantastic. Mm-hmm. That guy is fantastic. And the story is, you know, whatever. Son gets killed. It's, you know, you know well, what are we, you going to do? But, it's, but it's, it's, it's beautifully shot and it's – Well, we were saying this before. Like I remember when, Graham, when you first saw it, you said, I don't even know how they shot this. It looked like they took a time machine and brought a camera, yeah, you know, like, 100 they, they, years ago. I yeah. honestly <laughs> felt like they took oh a time machine God, and just – I love that shit. And put GoPros on right. actual fucking trappers in oh, the right. 1800s God, or something. And you're just waiting. You know, they're out there. Hey, I'm going to piss on this tree and I'm going to – And then you're just waiting for the fucking Indians to show up. Right. Yeah. And then a, a twig snaps and they're like – well, hold it, shut up, Glenn. Yeah. yeah, and they're all quiet looking around. You're like, oh, here comes the shit. Yeah, and that first arrow, yeah. and you're like, oh, here we go. Yeah, it's, here yeah. we go. It's, it's the so best. Inter- so Jeremiah Johnson was in 1972. Sydney. A man called Horse, another good Indian yeah. movie. Richard Harris. That's that another good movie. Uh, mm-hmm. Jeremiah Johnson, by the way, directed by Sidney Pollack. How about that? Yeah, and uh, with Robert Redford, and it's 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 that's that's such a. I didn't even think of that. That's such a great companion piece to the Revenant. First of all, to just see sort of. What uh, the Revenant's director has done with the technology, yeah, like he was telling us, not a well, sort of a similar story, similar eras, but like what the tech, what filmmaking, how it's progressed. But then Jeremiah Johnson for 1972, man, it is again. It's like you say, they're out there shooting in the snow, yeah, shooting yes. and snow. I know they got heated trailers, and I know blah blah, yeah. but that still no, ain't fucking easy, yeah, man. You not are easy. not on a soundstage. It sucks. It, it sucks. sucks. Yeah, and it's, you know that might have been a digital bear, but still, he's he's no, it in there. He's great. doing it. Was it was fantastic, yeah. it, it, and it just that scene alone was like, good Christ. And it didn't end. It like, didn't like, end. Oh and it's weird because it's got because it's got to get better. Because I'm like, I'm like, okay, we're looking at it. Okay, it's fine. Someone, supervisor, someone, tell someone to go back and look at the Cubs. Do the Cubs again. Because the bear, the mama bear is so good, and the Cubs are a little off. And I'm like, Mm. oh, they're just a little off. And if they're going to be off, just have one Cub. Why let me look (laughs) bouncing around that are distracting me? But I never, you know, it's like, fix the Cubs. (laughs) But, um... And it oh, was, was even it? even as you're as you're looking at these guys, like, oh, I know they're movie stars, but I really feel like they're uh, about to die. In this and you know, wilderness. and I have to say, the era, the the year it took place is fantastic because if it was maybe seven years uh, early, uh, uh, earlier, uh, no, later, if it was seven years, five years later, they would have had the 
the automatic Winchester rifle. Right. Oh, and right, that changes right. everything. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. the musk, the loading up adds drama. It's like, take your shot. Now I got to load up. Oh, shit, here they come. So yeah. it adds a whole other element. Right. These things get wet. They don't work. They don't shoot straight. Yeah, the flintlock. The flintlock. Yeah. <laughs> well, you really felt, too, as you're watching this movie, it's like, okay, well, you know, you're outside. Um, Indians may or may not kill you. But just so you know, every day when you wake up, nature is going to try to kill you. Yeah. You know, and you may or may not get to the fort. Yeah, and I, I just, and one slip, you break an ankle. Yeah, you're, you're done. Like, you're you know, done. Nature's one. They I may mean, leave yeah. you. Yeah. I mean, that was the whole thing. Like, the cuts that he has, like, how is he going to serve, like, yeah. you know, and then what he has to do to, to you know, like, disinfected some crazy frontier yeah. medicine. By the way, the makeup was amazing. Oh, the makeup. Yeah. The makeup was amazing. Well, that's the thing, too. You, you, you talk about, like, these two guys, you know, Tom Hardy and, and Leonardo DiCaprio, a-list, you know, movie stars, you know, good-looking guys. They looked like these scary trapper yeah. dudes. Mountain men. Mountain men. And the thing I liked, too, was was Tom Hardy's, um, as a character, his, I mean, he had, he wasn't just the bad guy. You understood kind of where he was. because Everybody it's like, had a POV. Everybody yeah. made sense. He's not crazy. No, yeah, he's he, like, he's, he, he got he's, scalped. I got to fucking survive. Yeah, he got scalped. And yeah. got scalped. Yeah. And guess what? We can't drag around this dude anymore. Like, I'm sorry. And like, he was a nice guy. Yeah. He could have killed that kid. He's yeah. like, no, you can't. And now you're living. And now what are you going to do? You're going to shoot me? I take the rifle from you. I'm going to give you a lecture. He could have killed him. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's a nice guy. He's like, I'm going to let you live. Yeah. But I'm not going to die. <laughs> yeah, because this is what it was out there, you know? And it, it, I love it. It, it. it also has that that class distinction between officers. Like mm-hmm. the officer who like probably volunteered. He's in over his head. Yeah. And he doesn't know what to do. And he's like, I'm going to leave. The guy, he gets hurt. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, What's-his-face gets hurt. And then the kid says, I'm going to stay with him. And then Tom Hardy says, I'm going to stay with him. And the guy's like, shit, what do I do now? Half of him is thinking, if I leave this guy, he's capable of murdering them. And he knows it. He knows it was wrong to leave him, but he's got no yeah. choice. Yeah. And he can't stand up to him. He can't say, no, I'm not going to leave you because you're going to murder him. Because then the guy says, how do you know that? Now, they're gonna, they're, now they yeah. have a fight. And you can see him thinking all these. He's like, fuck. Well, that was Domino Gleason who played the young officer who I think did a great job. Well, let me ask you this now of, of the sort of. Well, I was just thinking Dong Hall Gleason and um, uh, Tom Hardy are in uh, more than one nominated film yeah. for uh, Best Picture. They well, both had pretty good years. Well, well. Oh, right, 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 right. So, so let's get into this a little bit. Um, uh what do you think now in terms of the, the movies you've seen that are nominated for Best Picture? Com, this com, how does it compare to it? And also the whole, I mean, we were talking about before the show, Look, the whole Oscar he, So White thing now. That Inaruti, he doesn't know how to make a bad movie. No, he, he doesn't. He just can't. He's, he's, a, he's, a, he's, a, he's an old school master and genius. He's a visionary. No one can take that away from mm-hmm. him. He can take anything and make it an interesting movie. It's great. I think I like The Martian better. Yeah, really. I think. I think it's. I think it's more entertaining. It's a. It's a great movie. I don't know if it's going to win Best Actor or whatever, but I think it's between those two movies. I think The Martian is a great story. I think yeah. it's a great story. I love the science of it. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic because that's where we're heading next is Mars. Yeah, and it gets so many things right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and in a way, it is a wilderness. It's the same thing. Yeah. But instead of, and it's the same thing, it's your brain. These guys have flintlocks, and I know to sit from the wind and the moss on the tree, 
And this guy, the the Matt Damon character, is amazing. Right. I would have shat myself and, and hung myself. I'm like, I, I I can't get out of this. Yeah, yeah. He grows potatoes. He finds things out. Those are, you know, that's the cream of the crop. Those are our, our heroes. Are these nerds at JPL? Yeah, I mean that's true, and that's the thing that I that oh, it's I beautiful. I, that like like astronauts are some of the most trained, oh, educated, skilled people ever. They've got that hero gene that astronauts and submariners have to sit in a tin can and yeah. not lose your mind oh. and, and work stuff out. And you yeah. got to not throw up in a centrifuge. Oh, you know, that's God. the other, with the yeah. astronaut training. Every, a lot of people wash out. They, uh, yeah, right, just from that. And then yeah. also, like you say, just the training, they throw you, in, you know, upside down underwater and your whole thing is like, don't flip out. Don't flip out. Find mm-hmm. the solution. Don't flip out. How do you find the solution when you are facing death? When it's all coming down, how can you stay that calm and that like, okay, focused, I got to go through checklist, one, two, three, four, five, like go through those things while like shit's on fire. Remember the submarine that sank out there and these assholes wouldn't call for help, uh, the Russian sub years mm-hmm. ago, mm-hmm. and those guys died, they like found 14 of them and yeah. they, they sat there and suffocated Yeah, and they didn't go crazy, they didn't strangle each other, they sat there and, and ran out of oxygen. Yeah. Underwater. That's intense. Wow. That's intense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what do you think? Um, what do you think of this year's Oscars? Now we were talking about like uh, Idris Alba and, and the SAG Awards and how the Oscars we've talked about it on this show before, but I want to get your take on it of how, you know, the everyone nominated is white and everything. What what's your what's your like what's your take on on that? Because you've you've been to well, the no. you've been to the Emmys before. Yeah, it's it's true. That the people that it's it's yeah there should be more people of color there but it's not like this whole thing is against it's 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 the the people voting they're old white guys that's all it is yeah and they just don't they don't get it they watch the they don't get it they're not gonna vote the Compton movie or as no. a matter of fact not not this year but the I think it was last year there was a movie called I think it was called Get On Up. Mm-hmm. The story of the James Brown story. Yeah, yeah. That guy should have been nominated for best actor. The guy who played. Oh yeah. He was amazing. And yeah. He was overlooked. Yeah, I he think was amazing. I think I think I think that's part of it too. Like, is it? I, I don't know that it's some giant conspiracy, but it's definitely like these old white no, guys. No, it's seventy year old white guys. They don't get yeah, it. They're, they're out. Of, they're out of touch. They're and they're not touch. even yeah. want, like. I don't even. What? I don't even know if they're watching half of the movies they're that not they're watching, nominated. No, honestly, they're not, they're I, not it doesn't. Them. It doesn't seem like they're, they're, they're just not, like, oh, Tom Hanks, sure. Yeah, that's yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So until you change those guys voting, it doesn't. Nothing else matters. Right. It yeah. doesn't matter. The, if and, you, and the great thing is they are starting to change the rules where it's not going to be lifetime appointments anymore. Yeah, that should change. Yeah, that should change because then then. It becomes like the Supreme Court. Like, why? Right. You have to be active in the business, and you know they they rotate in and out. Because the problem isn't like, oh, let's then let's have more nominations. They're just going to be other white people. Yeah, they're, gonna, <laughs> they're still not going to watch the movies. Yeah, they're not. They're old white guys. It's, you can't blame them. And that's the thing too is is like I don't know how you would like. And by the way, you you can't like people are like, well, the, you know, like let's get mad at these guys, and then then they're like, oh no, you well, a lot of them like. A lot of them are liberals, and they and they walk, they they marched in Washington, and when they were young men, so they're like, I'm not racist, I'm fucking fuck. But now I, I watch Clint Eastwood movies because right. I'm an old white guy, yeah, like Clint Eastwood, <laughs> yes, like Clint Eastwood, <laughs> yeah. Yes. And you're not gonna, you're not even gonna watch Straight Outta Compton. No, you're not even gonna give that movie a chance. No, and you're gonna, and you may start to watch it, and you're like, I, my, I, my hearing, it's it's bothering me. The noise, yeah. turn it down, and then they're not gonna. watch it. I don't know it. what they're saying. I don't yeah. understand they're not it. Gonna, and their teenage kids are gonna go, Grandpa, it's a good movie. Ah, you know, yeah, Tom you Hanks. don't know what you're talking right. about. Yeah, 
Right, so they're going to go pick uh, Brooklyn or whatever because it's they like, go, oh, that's they remember that. I remember yeah, that. I remember yeah. that. <laughs> I was a kid. I got to say the uh, well, we're going to get into this more next week with Doug Benson on our Oscar sure. picks. Yay. But uh, um, you know, one of the I think the three movies that really affected me the most emotionally out of that list were, uh, um, I think it was. Uh, wow, I just blanked on all three. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Spotlight. Uh, the Revenant and Room were the three that oh, uh, I, I really, all, yeah, really I affected forgot about me. Those, those movies uh, are, are three like, intense. Yeah, Room was real, really good. Yeah, Room was really good. They're they're all tough to out. watch. I don't want to think about it. I it out. It's scary. I yeah, mean, you had to block it, out, especially so when you're disturbing. coming in this garage. Like yeah. we might not let you out. Right. That's an, that's a thing you have to take. <laughs> and and watching it, you're like, oh, can we please get out of here? I hope that we moves out of this room because I'm going to lose my mind. Yeah. They, the, and that director did a great job. Those those are three great choices in terms of like uh, intense films that you're like clinching your seat the entire right. time. Now, a lot of you are probably wondering like, well, I wish you guys would uh, do live commentary on the Oscars this year. Well, as a matter of fact, that's Guess the one of the what? announcements we were going to be uh, making. Nice. Uh, I want to <laughs> welcome you guys to Rabble TV, a new sponsor, and we will be doing... A really, really cool rabble of the Oscars on Sunday, February 28th at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. Well, yeah, it's, it's, check your, because 4 p.m. Pacific is actually when they're going to start the carpet. So I think it's going to start more like five o'clock. I don't know. Uh, I think it starts at four this year. No. No? Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But anyway. I'll take a look. Uh, yeah, I've, I've already. Well, apparently we're, uh, we're going to be there at four. <laughs> Well, I've already had a conversation. Uh, yeah. with you, so that's what I'm saying. Uh, so it's TV is a live podcasting platform where you can create live stream audio commentary over TV shows, sports, movies, events, whatever. And you can listen to um, us, other podcasters, and it's really, really cool. There's um, basically what it is. Instead of live tweeting, you'll just be hearing us audio. It's kind of an audio version of live tweeting an, an event. Yeah, yeah, and then what what happens is, so if you go to rabble.tv, um, you can listen to us real time, live. Uh, they'll also, if let's say you, you can't watch the Oscars live, but you can record it, then the show is archived at rabble.tv and then you can queue it up and yes. listen real and listen to our commentary as you watch the Oscars at your own at your own time. And here's the also, also a really cool thing that they're going to be doing is you can interact with us um, during the the quote the rabble. So you could uh, contact us. Like we'll probably be able to uh, uh, talk to you guys uh, directly. I think it's through a uh, a chat room uh, when their commercials are on. And uh, rabble is cool enough. That we're going to be doing some giveaways too. We're going to be giving away some swag. Some really cool stuff. They want you to encourage to to do your own rabbles too. So one of the things they're giving away is a snowball microphone, which will be really cool. So uh, it'll be it'll be a really fun time. I'm um, reading right now. Exclusive red carpet coverage begins at seven o'clock Eastern, four p.m. Pacific. Immediately followed by the awards ceremony at eight thirty Eastern, five thirty Pacific. Ah, okay. We'll start at five. Right in there. We're getting to. We're gonna, but it won't be at four. <laughs> Done. Five it is. <laughs> um, but yeah, so as Chris was saying, you can you can sign on. And so what we'll be doing, we'll be talking, and we're probably going to have a guest. We're working on getting a guest because I talked to the people at Rabble and they're like, hey, maybe you get a guest. Um, and then you guys on their message boards at Rabble.tv, mm-hmm. you can say stuff and we'll answer your questions. Cool. You know, at, I think what the plan is, is at the commercial break, 
you know, we'll comment when it's going. And the commercial break, we'll answer questions. And we're going to do giveaways. Rabble's going to get us some cool stuff. We're going to give away some prizes. Yes. So stick with us the whole Oscars. Right. Because in the past, we've live tweeted. And you guys got said, you know, like, the live tweeting made this more interesting. It's going to be even better. Yes. You can listen to us talk and make jokes mm-hmm. and be happy or get pissed off. I kind of want to see a little bit of the red carpet now. Because remember what happened last year when uh, they were talking about Fifty Shades of Grey? And uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, <laughs> Melanie Griffith was talking Griffith's to her daughter, daughter was yeah. in Fifty Shades of Grey, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> so talking, she was mad that her mother hadn't seen the movie. She's like, on, they're on the red carpet interviewed, yeah. and 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 she's like, so mom, did you see it? Melanie Griffith goes, no, I didn't. She goes, why didn't you? She's yeah. like, honey, yeah, like, I, I don't have to see it to know that you're a good actor. Oh, it's just a movie, mom, and you were just like, oh, maybe that's something. That's pretty cool, actually. No what, mom what, what, wants to watch their daughter oh. get torture banged. Yes. On a, on, like, what are you talking about? So one of our fans tweeted, yeah, well, no one. Mo- no mother wants to see her kid get torture banged. <laughs> she doesn't get that. Yeah. yeah. Does she have kids? No. Well, that's why she doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. She's still like, like a teenage girl. Watch like, me in this movie. You don't support me. I, yeah. honey, and I'm. Then I yeah. dream of that. No, thank you. No, no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. want to know that. <laughs> I don't want to know that's what you did at work. What about work? the sequels? <laughs> <laughs> the 55 Shades yeah. of Grey? Um, but yeah, so. Uh, so we're going to be doing trivia stuff at the commercial breaks. We're going to come up yep. with... We'll, we'll, it'll be really fun. It'll be That's real cool. fun. So so tune in, you guys. We'll Go be in an undisclosed location. Undisclosed location. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in a, in a room bunker. Yeah. Or a van. Or yeah, a van. van. Yeah, yeah, maybe we're driving yeah. around. We want to be right outside the Kodak Theater yeah. in a van. <laughs> oh, gosh, yeah. There won't be any security yeah. there. A windowless van yeah. with two weirdos in it. They'll be fine. Yeah. They'll be fine. So yeah, check that out, guys. Rabble.tv. Uh, it's free to sign up. Everything's free. So check it out. Um, Let me ask you a question, Graham. What's that movie with Ernest Borgnine and he's a conductor on a train and there's a hobo on his train and it's Lee Marvin or is it James Coburn and he's trying to get him off? Oh, it's Mikhail's Navy. Okay. <laughs> No, Chris, come on. Chris, come on. The the, the North thing reminded me of that, the snow and all that. It's like a, it's like a, Um, do you know the movie I'm talking about? It's a good movie because it's, it's kind of like that. All right, I'm going to, I'm going to bring this up. It's two guys and then, and then go on to something else. But for some reason, the revenue. What genre is it? Is it thriller? Drama. Drama. It just, Jeremiah Jones reminded me of it because we're Mm -hmm. talking about snow. Mm Mm-hmm. Was it uh, all right, Ernest on. Borgnine? He plays a conductor and he's on a train. Well, he doesn't the ha- north or the north. He doesn't have a lot of IMDb credits, so you this should be able to find 70s. it pretty quickly. <laughs> this is, this is it Marty? <laughs> I'm leaving. I'm leaving. This is a serious movie. We're talking about the revenants and men uh, na- versus nature. And you're talking about Three's Company. The Ghost yeah. of Flight 401. No, no. <laughs> Come on. Was it Holiday Hookers? No, he's done no, so many no. insane movies. It has like two, like the North, the North, the Bold. Uh, look at the snow, something like that. <laughs> look at the snow. Poseidon Adventure? No, yeah. no, before that. Um, Lee Marvin. Yeah, I think it's Lee Marvin. Oh, it's a good movie, you guys. Bernie O'Hare. Gosh. The Adventurers. No. Skip. You don't have to go name by name. You can skip five down. <laughs> I can't. I mean, I can't. Okay, never mind. The fans of the right. people will find it. All right. 
All right, Dirty Dozen? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's it called? Rain for a Dusty Summer? Like, none get, of these. Get off my train. Yeah. <laughs> get off my train. That's Ernest Borgnine. Get off my train, hobo. Get, get off my train. <laughs> I swear, you guys, I'm not making it up. It's a really good movie. Okay. All right, we're going to see it. We'll find it eventually. I can't wait. To, I can't wait. To so watch. now, Oscar, you have to tell us about <laughs> you uh, are about to film the new Baywatch movie. Yes. Tell us about that. And is there anything, uh, any little tidbits you can give me on the plot, or is it still under wraps? Takes place in Malibu. Probably has to do with the beach and people being bad to the beach and the Baywatch guys come to the rescue. Something like that. It's Dwayne Johnson and Zac Efron are the the fellows. And who are you in it? Some congressman or something. Some, Are you trying like to shut down the beach? Villain. I'm yeah. I'm like I'm like bad, but I'm a foil. I'm not really evil. I'm just because uh, you don't I, want people dancing on the beach. I think I'm used. Yes, I'm like that. I, yeah. Or I, you know, I help the oil company or something. Like right. But it's. I think it's a common. I think it's in the in the in the vein of uh, like Twenty One Jump Street or something. Like right. That. Oh, they're and sort if, of bringing it. Is, I'm very happy. Yeah. yeah. That's great. If that's the case. So what was it like though working on The Office? You were on it for how many seasons? Nine. Nine. What was that whole experience like? Well, we shot. Uh, we're in Sherman Oaks here. Mm-hmm. We shot in Van Nuys, which is close by. So it's it's like, you know, you it's it's within fifteen minutes of my house. Fantastic to drive there and then work with Steve Carell, right? Who you know, of course, he doesn't like to hear this and everything because he's you know he's like oh whatever. But to me, it, he reminds me a lot of Peter Sellers. Yeah, he's very very funny and a mm-hmm. wonderful guy. And Rain Wilson, Rain, who I just saw. And Thomas Paine, he just ended his run at the Geffen. We went, when was uh, Valentine's Day? Yesterday? Two days ago. Two Sunday. days ago. We went to see him two days ago. We saw Rain. And um, and everyone, and John, and we were there nine years, and we were just blessed. It was so, so fun. It seemed like, it seemed like the type of show. It was just fun to be. That would on. just, the set would just be. And I'm sure you guys get to ask this a, a lot, um, but the, how much of it, like I'm sure I know it was very scripted, but did they? How many did they give you any sort of like? Let's yeah, let's we d- improvised, and, but it's so good to just be on a show where you genuinely laugh. You're like, this is funny, right. and not just, oh gosh, the dog caught the frisbee and whatever, you know. <laughs> this is like weird character stuff, and you're like, oh, it's just mm-hmm. so much fun. Which I, Ernest Borgnine movie was that when the dog caught the frisbee? <laughs> that was uh, Frisbee Dog. Yeah, drop Dresden. that frisbee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ernest Borgnine. <laughs> He, did he pass? Is he with us? Is he no longer He's with us? Alive. Is he? I, know. I think he passed, Graham. I think he I was think near he passed 100. Away too, yeah. Yeah. He, he lived a long, long life. Yeah, he died in 2012. He's from Hamden, Connecticut. He was 95 years old. Yeah, there you go. Good for him. Good for him. Um, all right, but uh, so what else are you doing? You're doing... Um, We're doing the thing. We're doing the other thing for TBS. Right. Uh, Tell us about that show. It's well. Speaking of the office, Greg Daniels, uh-huh. uh, our fearless leader, uh, directed the pilot for this. It's it's uh, it's going to be on TBS, and it's called People of Earth, and it has White Senak and myself and Anna Geister and Brian Husky and Michael Cassidy and a bunch of other people. That's why it's and, uh, very funny. Luca, yeah, yeah, and it's and have they, you shot it yet? We shot it. We shot it a couple of months ago, and they picked it up. So we'll be heading back. To Toronto in a couple of months. Nice to finish it up. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and it, and uh, that is also scripted, ensemble cast, which is great. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so things are good. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Very yeah. cool. Yeah. 
Uh, all right, we're going to talk about some uh, Let's DVDs. Talk about some DVDs. Uh, the Thirty Three. This is about the Chilean miners with Antonio Banderas. You know, I never saw this. I kind of felt like I wanted to because mm, that was see, a... I didn't feel that way at all. Well, I just thought yeah. the story itself was compelling. Yes, I'd rather see a documentary. <laughs> um, it was nice to meet those guys I met Lou Diamond Phillips And made friends with him And Antonio was great to work with We were underground We were underground In a freaking mine In Chile and in Colombia And it has the feel of a Hallmark movie It's a feel good family movie mm-hmm. He was in it How long were you in the mine? <laughs> Too long Yeah <laughs> We would we would go down into the mine like at six thirty or seven a.m. and it was dark out and we'd leave and it was dark when we left. It was awful. And what was the audition like? <laughs> Just for the audition, for the get theater. in this cave and fr- flip out. It was out. like the revenant. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, no. We had you know you had a dialogue. You had dialogue and you read it and then they looked at it and and uh, and uh, yeah, and we did it. We shot it. We we it was nice visit. I've never been to Colombia or Chile and it was. That, kind of cool to go down there and, and wow. do that. Yeah. Now, uh, have you seen the movie Oscar? Yeah. Okay. Did you? Did you? Did you, <laughs> did you <laughs> what was a family movie? Okay. You bring your grandparents. You bring your kids, and you sit and you and you have. So, a good what time. was it like, though? I mean, did you meet any of the actual miners? What was that? Experience? We did. They're they're miners. They're 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 uh, they're squat men, yes. uh, religious. Uh, you know, uh, men who are miners and and just like vice they, grip handshakes, yeah, like, yeah, just workers, and they're like, you know, they're like built like miners. They're like yeah. they're mm-hmm. from generations, and and they had this experience, and I think two of them are the younger ones are still going underground. Everyone else said done. Yeah, I'll work above ground from now on. Because it was intense. It I was could. Intense. I, I can't. I'm amazed. There's even two that would still yeah, go back that's underground. Pretty yeah. surprising. Yeah. No, it was. It was. It was hell. It was, wow. It's yeah. like Soul Surfer. And like, well, yeah, I got my arm bitten off by a shark. I'm not going to give up sur- surfing. Yeah. Well, this that's is, different. I'd keep surfing. Yeah. <laughs> they, I love surfing. They were down there. It's like 17 days without knowing if they knew where they, that they were there. And that's the hard part. After that, they're like, oh, they know where we are and they'll figure it so out. So in the shooting of that, when they were sort of duplicating that, did you start to, you and the cast kind of feel a little bit of that? or No, at the beginning it was cool. You know, the, look, when you walk, there's two mines. There was one in, uh, no, there were... There was, there was one in Chile and one in Colombia, and the one in Colombia that we shot in mostly, when you walked in, you could still walk in, but you had to duck down. But then when you get inside, then it opens up, oh. and it was big, and there's big like kind of roomy places where you can drive cars and trucks through. All oh, right, and that's okay. But by the fourth week, you start dreaming about it, and that's when you're like, oh, oh I, wow. I've been down there too long because it's dark and you're underground. And it's it's lit, but it's still you're underground, and you've got to climb in and climb out. and And in Chile, you can the we were deeper down, but you can drive. We would drive down like in trucks. It was intense. Wow. Yeah. All right. Um, also coming out, Steve Jobs. Yes. Now, just to clarify, you weren't in this one. No. Okay. <laughs> just <laughs> the the Fastbender. Yes. Yeah. This is mm-hmm. the Fastbender one. Um, this is a movie that I thought. If you haven't seen it, I think it's worth seeing. It's good, but this it's good, but this kind of goes back to our Oscar n- nomination thing. I think this is the old white guys went, "Oh, Fastbender, Winslet." Yeah. I, I, and it, not, I mean not, it's good. He's good. He Michael Fastbender is an excellent and it's actor. Sorkin, it's Sorkin putting words in Fastbender. 
my wife and I watched like half of it, and then we had to do something else, and we've never gone back to finish. We're like, we get it. We kinda- yeah, I didn't, I didn't love it. I have to say, right. and it was one of those movies that like it took an interesting choice uh, structurally. Where basically we're gonna the whole movie like I think was it Wayne Fetterman was here talking about mm-hmm. how it was structured like a play in mm-hmm. a certain amount of acts where um, the entire story of Steve Jobs is kind of called down into these product launches and these product right. releases. So you know that's it, right. In a way, it was like a creative way to kind of tell his biography. But I, for me, it backfired. I'm like, well, I'm just watching the same scene over and over again. Yeah. With uh, a little bit of age makeup. Yeah. So it, it didn't work it, for th- me. Th- and that, yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> like, it was just a, because he's such a strong actor and Kate Winslet are such strong actors. It makes it compelling. It makes it like you're able to. But but overall, as a film, it's not that solid. Yeah. But it's it just gets nominations because of this pedigree. Because he's that he's that good. He's that good, and Aaron mm-hmm. Sorkin and Kate Winslet. They all yeah. have a lot of mm-hmm. they all have a lot of trophies, and here we go. Yeah, I don't know. I think Kate Winslet may have fooled a few Academy voters because she had an accent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you always think like accent. Yeah, I think you get a you get a couple extra yeah. votes oh, for doing wow, an they accent. Did an accent. It's like when a beautiful yeah. actor plays somebody ugly. It's yeah. Like, oh wow. <laughs> they it's were very daring. Um, yeah, it's like when Ryan Reynolds played Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs> He should get not yes. Canadian <laughs> accents. He's getting- yeah. <laughs> Other thing I was coming out on DVD is Trumbo. I loved this film. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was good. Yeah, really good. Brian Cranston's an excellent actor. All the supporting mm-hmm. cast was really good. If if you haven't had a chance to see this, everybody's so good. It's so solid. Now this is a movie I think does deserve to get the nominations because everyone is good in it, and it's a and it is a it's it's a more relevant story. It's an important story to tell. It's an important story because of, w- of what happened then. And also, you know, there's shit going down now about yeah. people's rights and yes. stuff. Getting, yeah. you know, and 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 flag-waving, justifying, taking uh, away people's rights. Helen and, Mirren? Oh, my God. Helen Mirren's great She's in it. She's fantastic. So, if, you, if you really want some fun, too, watch Trumbo and then Hail Caesar in the same sitting. Right, because <laughs> they overlap. They yeah. overlap a lot. Um but yeah, that uh, Trumbull's a good film to check out. Uh, now for the site spotlight, uh, we wanted to mention to you guys we have a new writer, uh, Rick Myers, who you've oh. heard on this program many times. He is doing a, he did a review of Kung Fu Panda three, and there's been a lot of Deadpool reaction on uh, the website and the uh, Facebook page. Now the website is still being fixed. Brian's been really working hard on it. Uh, there's still a couple quirky things that are still with WordPress that aren't working, but it will be a hundred percent fixed soon. I want to mention the uh, this Deadpool reaction because there's been um, a lot of people have really enjoyed it. People want a spoiler episode too. However, uh, one of our writers, um, Neil T. Weekly, enjoyed it a lot, but one of the other writers, C.J. Johnson, did not enjoy it and found that it was not funny and the jokes tried too hard and he did not enjoy this film. So if you want an all uh, differing opinion on Deadpool, check out the site. Uh, C.J. Johnson gives it a, uh, a a much harsher review. Okay, that's interesting. <laughs> and I think we will try to find time to do a Deadpool uh, spoiler. Spoiler, yes. Because really... there's a lot we can talk about. We don't want to. It's so much fun. We don't want to spoil it for you at all. Yeah. Because, you know, if we start repeating the jokes and the scene and stuff, do it's like, you enjoy it. it. It's a great discovery movie. Yeah. Just How long do you guys a- wait before you start, like, all right, well, let's talk about it? Well, what because we it, do it just came out, right? It, it just came out. It depends. Like, if we can, sometimes we'll do a spoiler up right after. But we always make it very clear that, that we're going to talk about everything in you the You give film. a warning. Yeah. yeah so yeah. now, so the fact we've we've done, like, 40 of those, that's why when Deadpool comes out, all these people are on Twitter and Facebook going, spoiler up. Because right, right, they right, just right. saw it, right. they want to hear us talk about it. Because mm-hmm. then it's so, everyone getting kind of nerd out about it. So, 
And uh, so you can check those things out. And premiering this week, Race. This is the Jesse Owens story. Um, I haven't heard actually anything about this movie. This is like this is curious a curious release date because yeah. this to me is something like this. Why wasn't this trying? It looks like a movie that that would really try to get some Oscars, right? You know, but it it's getting a February release date, which is wonder peculiar. what happened to it. What happened? Yeah, what's going on? Was was did the movie miss the <laughs> mark or? Did, was there just some? Mm. It's a good movie that just there was some politics that that right. moved it to February. Now it, it's an interesting um, co- other couple movies too. Now Risen, this is an obvious um, movie about you know Jesus Christ coming back from the it's dead. Movie. It's an Easter movie, exactly, and that's what the story is. So it's 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 a very specific timed film. Um, now the next movie, The Witch, is an independent horror movie that's actually getting really good buzz, and the trailer was really creepy and terrifying when I when I was watching it earlier. And um, but what's interesting is normally February is like the dumping ground for shitty horror movies, like ones that they can't release, so there's problems. Right, right, right. Like it's the ones like I don't know where we're gonna, but just let it put it out in February. So you know, I'm hoping the trend is now like people are studios are starting to see February as an open month to release some better films. Well, look at this. Well, let's just... I, I, I mean, Deadpool's a clear Deadpool's example. Deadpool's a clear example, man. <laughs> yeah. The thing just made $135 million. <clears throat> so, you know, Hail Caesar's making some money. Um, let's see what The Witch does. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I think 300 was released. This, in, yeah, this uh, was in February? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so, so it's, there's definitely... there's. I'll tell you, even and also with uh, a lot of the Oscar movies and limited release right now, there is literally something for everyone in the movie theaters right now. So you could definitely check something out. So um, especially too, like some of these other Oscar movies are coming on demand. Like you could, uh, it'd be nice to see if you could see all of them before the Oscars. Like you could just go on demand and get all of them. We're not there yet. We're getting no, closer. No. Um, but there, there's a lot of stuff to watch right now. It's actually a good time. It's February is the usually the dumping ground, but you know this has actually been a pretty decent end of February right you know, now. Because here's what's ha- what's happened is every year, kind of since 300. There's always been one little movie that kind of like, oh. Right. Uh, do you remember when that, um, I'm blanking on the name, but that Navy SEAL movie came out about four, three, four years ago? The that, one with the numbers? Oh, yeah, whatever, yeah. 400 it was, that was released in. Um, Zero Dark Thirty? Not, well, not Zero Dark Thirty, but um, w- which was good. There was one that was made, like Navy SEALs were in it. Navy SEALs consulted oh, on that. it. Was it called Navy SEALs? Nah, it was something like I forget what it was what it was called, but anyway, was that, Ernest Borgnine in it? Yeah, it was Ernest Borgnine. He drove a Navy SEAL train through a clown school, and it was fantastic. And he wouldn't put I up would with any that kind of nonsense. None of that shit, guys. Not on my Navy SEAL train. <laughs> Don Knotts was in it. It was fantastic. Oh, Don Knotts. Yeah. But no, that was a movie that they marketed. It. They did this very. It didn't have a huge budget, but they did this really interesting social media advertising to anybody on Facebook that was like military or whatever, like you got ads for Right, it. right. It, I remember, it, I remember that, yeah. And it did really well. And <clears throat> they, I think they're starting to realize like maybe we can find some little holes here and drop these movies in. And I think what happened with Deadpool, man, this could signal like we're going to see less dumping ground. But, but that would be good. Deadpool was... It was calculated to be dropped here. It yeah. wasn't this thing that they didn't know what to do with it, and just get, they mm-hmm. like this is where to put it, which I like. I, that's the thing. That's the thing I'm excited about because 
it was very calculated. It was rolled out slowly, right? They're like, yeah, 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 yeah. And they, yeah. and they, and they did the very, you know, they had, I mean, aside from the trailer, but which we all sort of said was a little too trailery, but like their billboard ads yeah. were sort of interesting and different. And then it was like, it was a good campaign and it was a good yeah. campaign. And it, the thing about that were smart, it had in February, you have zero superhero movies to compete against. Right. Zero man. Like you're a month away from Batman, Superman. I mean, you're, mm-hmm. you're months away from this. It's like, it's really, I'm hoping that, that's and maybe uh, maybe the witch will will buck this trend of these awful horror movies. Ho- released, horror yeah. movies that get dumped in this time. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. Interesting so, to see. All right. I think that's our episode. That is. That's a solid hour of movie talk. Everybody, we covered a lot of ground. <laughs> we did cover <laughs> we did. a lot of ground. Um, Oscar, thanks for being on the show. Oh, my pleasure. Where can people find you on the World Wide Web? Oh, I don't know. I'm on Twitter for now. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I'm not on Facebook. My wife is. Um, That's it. Just the Twitter, I think. Is it just at Oscar Nunez? LA. Nice. Yeah. So check that out, guys. And then look for his show on coming up on TBS. TBS. Mm -hmm. And yeah. And the new Baywatch movie. (laughs) And the Baywatch movie. (laughs) That'll come out this summer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sweet. I'll watch that. And check him out in the 33. Check him out. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) They really didn't push that movie at all. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right, guys. Well, uh, what do I got coming up this weekend? Um, So uh, Monday, uh, February 22nd, I just put the dates on my website, grandma.com. Mike Schmidt is doing this cool new show called 202020, where he's got three comics, each doing 20-minute sets. It's at the Three of Clubs on Vine in Hollywood. So it's this Monday, February 22nd. I think doors are seven. Show's probably 7.30-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll post the tickets on Comedy Film Nerd's uh, fan page as well. So that's really cool. And then uh, the 27th, I, I, there's finally a link to this. Um, it's uh, my variety show that I'm going to start doing at the lab at the Improv. So it's 10.30, uh, Saturday, February 27th. Uh, the name of the show is supposed to be Graham Elwood's Variety Hour in 15 Minutes. But currently it says Variety Palooza. So we're going to figure out that name. But anyway, it's going to be a variety <laughs> show. Uh, Paul Gilmartin's going to come down to his Republican character. I've got a couple other people I'm working on. I kind of want to do it sort of uh, um, like a 70s style uh, TV variety yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm cool. going to come down, do stand-up, do some characters. Some other people are going to do stuff. Oh, that'll be fun. And I'm also leaving a spot or two open because it'll be Saturday night at the Improv. Anybody drops in. Mm-hmm. Um, so come by, guys. The tickets are eight bucks at the lab. There's Can't no go wrong. minimum in the lab. Mm-hmm. So it's a really, it's a really, it's a nice night. And I love what the Improv is doing. So that's mm-hmm. February 27th. Um, well, and I wanted to mention too, I am teasing this still, but uh, I'll be starting a Kickstarter very soon for the comic book, Long Ago and Far Away. I've been talking to the artist, Fernando Pinto. Um, it'll have a nice endorsement from Mark Wade, and we're really excited about it. This is going to be a really cool project, and we will be keeping you posted. And we're going to have at least the first 10 pages available to download for free. Nice. Nice. And of course, guys, go sign up at rabble.tv for the live Oscars commentary which will be February 28th at five-ish. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> the website says five. Yes. <laughs> we might start a little red carpet early. Uh, but yeah, I'd say, I'd say log on by five. We'll be starting by five. Um, yeah. Could so, it start at 4.30? Is it possible? What do you... Well, no? No, all right. I don't want to. You know, okay. <laughs> 
Fair enough. We're going to be there a yeah, long yeah. time. How many dresses right. can you talk about? Yeah. We'll talk about, you know what I mean? It's been a little bit. Oh, you'd be surprised. All right. Yeah. Right. I, I want to see another mother-daughter fight on That's what I'm saying. You can't count on that happening every time. That's true. That's true. Maybe we can get that. Anything can happen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. And of course... Um, you know, positive reviews really, guys, on iTunes helps us out. It helps us in the rankings. For our show. For our show. Yeah, Comedy Film Nerds. Uh, five-star reviews. other shows, too. But. but it really helps us in the rankings. Five-star reviews. It's a free thing you can do. It takes very little time. Uh, and then, of course, like and follow us everywhere. All those numbers actually really help. Um, so that's our show. Chris, you're on Twitter also? I am. I'm on Twitter, Chris J. Mancini. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. At Graham Elwood, at Oscar yep. Nunez, L.A. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, guys, this is episode 307. Put it in the books. My name is Graham Elwood. And I'm Chris Mancini. And as always, remember, Han, Han shot, shot first. first 33 times. <laughs> With Ernest Borgnine. Yeah. <laughs>